Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. I'm in my second message today dealing with an undeniable passion. I talked about David yesterday. I talked about the psalm. I talked about his passion for God and how we needed to have that passion. and We needed to have our hope uh, rest in Jesus Christ. I talked about how passionate we are about our kids. I talked about my children, about how I lost my son, but how passionate I am for him, how I would have gladly put my life in front of his if I could have. But you know what? He wants us to have that kind of passion for him. We need to love him with all our heart, as I said yesterday. Our Heavenly Father, open our hearts and minds. May we see your truth. May your word of God speak deep into our hearts today. I thank you for everyone listening. Guide them. Prepare them for what tomorrow holds, that they would be passionate about you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The Apostle Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Whatever you do. Folks, that's everything you do. That's whatever your life is about. Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. Jesus gives us a reason to live, and he wants to be the center of our lives. David wanted God in the center of all he did, even hiding from Saul, even in praising God, even in dealing with people. He was passionate. God, be the center of my life. God, be the center of your life. To what do you give your passion? There have been many books written on passion. All you have to do is search an engine and find out what books are out there and about passion. You can see people's interests. You know, listen to some of the books that I found over the course of time about passion. And you know, somebody, oh, there was a passion for mushrooms. (laughs) This is so funny. You could get this book, and I read it. It's about a passion for mushrooms. My friend, and you guys, most of you listening know her. Her name is Sandy Jones, her husband, Steve. They, she owns Christian Living Magazine, and she is an incredible woman. In fact, if you haven't followed Christian Living Magazine, you need to pick one up at a convenience store and read them. Tremendously inspiring articles. God is blessing that ministry. But their, but their family, Sandy's family, is passionate about mushrooms. So I started studying mushrooms a little bit and read that book. And then there's a study, A Passion for Cactus, A Passion for Fashion. There's a book called A Passion for Fishing, A Passion for Flying. A passion for needlepoint. I know people that have a passion for needlepoint. I tell you what, I'd stab my finger all the time if I did that. A passion for ponies. There's even one called, listen to this, you like this, Idaho. A passion for potatoes. Of course, my favorite one is this, the book that's called A Passion for Chocolate. Yes, unfortunately, it's not a good thing for me. I'm very addicted to chocolate. I love my chocolate, and anybody knows me knows that. Anybody looks at me knows that. And I love my friends in the chocolate world, and my friend over at Lee's Candy. Uh, they're they're phenomenal friends of mine, and Kurt uh, has been there for years. I remember when I went and visited his dad in the early seventies. I'd stop in Lee's Candy on Vista all the time, and and have chocolate because it's the best chocolate on the planet in my book, and I've had chocolate across the world, but I think uh, I love Lee's candy. I know C's is good, too, but I love Lee's. But, you know, I'm, you know, there's a book about it. Take time to weigh your life. 
take time to weigh your life. Now, I shouldn't even use that word weigh after talking about chocolate, but take time to weigh your life. You know, uh, we just we need to know where we're at with our passion for serving the Lord Jesus Christ. I think of every church had a church full of passionate people. You couldn't be able to seat everyone. When you're passionate about it, you're not ashamed of it. Do you know how many people act like they're ashamed of Jesus? Do you know? You know how many Christians act like they're ashamed of Jesus? In the public sector, they will not do a thing to uplift the name of Jesus. In fact, they will go the other extreme to make sure people do not think they are religious fanatics. I believe it is well time for us as a true believer in Jesus Christ to stand up for what we believe and not be ashamed to be accounted as different because we are Christians. We need to stop being afraid to make changes. We need to ask God for the courage to stand up all the time, at all costs, for the reason we have for living, and that's serving our Lord Jesus Christ. So we need to ask ourselves, what are some some compassion, what are, excuse me, some passion killers? What are some passion killers? And here I got a few uh, suggestions for you today with that. The first one is unconfessed sin. It's a passion killer. Many people do not confess their sins to God, and it kills their passion for Him. They're living with this sin. They're living with a hidden sin. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just, and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So what, is, what does He say again? You hear that, folks? He says, If you confess your sins, He is faithful and just, and listen, says he will, listen, circle the word will, he will forgive your sin, and he'll purify us from all sin, from all unrighteousness. So when we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and he is just to forgive our sins. Not only does he forgive our sins, he remembers them no more. They're gone. They're zapped out like a mosquito hitting the electric zapper. Boom! They're gone. There is nothing better than living a life with a clear conscience, knowing that God is faithful and just. Look at David. He had a reason to rejoice in songs because he served a God that loved him and a God that forgave him. You know David sinned against God with Bathsheba and had her husband killed. You know that. But God forgave him. See, resentment is a passion killer. When you resent something, it creates bitterness, which creates a wedge between you and people. More importantly, it creates a wedge between you and God. So many people's lives are ruined by resentment. If you have resentment in your life, you need to give it to God and allow Him to restore the passion you need for your life. Allow Him to restore that. Listen to what Job says in Job chapter 5, verse 2. He said, resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. You and I have choices to make every day in how we handle our lives and how we handle the, the uh, situations that we're faced with. We're faced with situations every day. Folks, I'm faced with them all the time, and people are, are telling me all the good and the bad, people like this, people like that. During this COVID time, I've been hearing all this about what COVID is, what COVID isn't, how we get so locked up in it, and this and that, people give me their opinions, and it's just their opinions. But I tell you what, a lack of commitment, folks, it is also a passion killer. Some churches can't thrive or move forward because there's no commitment. 
many churches have are closing down because of the lack of commitment, and especially during this time, people are struggling because it's a lack of commitment. I am so incredibly thankful that I have a very committed church. I mean, our church during this time has been running about 60% of our average attendance. It is doing very, very well. I hear most churches are doing 20 to 40%. We're running about 60%. And our giving has been the best year in the history of the church. God is faithful because people are committed to him. I think it's uh, sometimes it's we have such scattered minds. We have so many things going that we will not make a commitment. It's hard to find people to make commitments, even to teach Sunday school and, and to do different things. I mean, I have a, a pretty good-sized church, and it's not easy to find people necessarily that will commit to serving. And it's it's tough. I love my people, but there's that we need to have more people to serve. And you do too, I'm sure, in your churches. It, it is really an issue. We have tremendous programs going on. Our children's ministry and youth ministry are just phenomenal. In fact, our youth ministry, I think they're running around 80% of people that are coming. I think he's been running about 50 youth every week in youth. I mean, that's out of uh, probably normally they're right, maybe around 60, but they're almost all coming back. And our children's ministry is similar. It's doing pretty well through it all. But you know what? We need people to help work in our areas and our different churches. So what I'm telling you today, pray that God gives you a passion. that You could step up in your church. I've ta- talked about this before on, on this show as my we have a wood ministry in our church. My friend Tom Calm runs this wood ministry that we have a tree service that donates wood, and, and we have about 10 or 12 men that work every week cutting that up, and they sell cords for a donation of a real reasonable donation that uh, that is absolutely touching lives. Last year, this last year, 2020, they have just surpassed $11,000 that was donated for the wood that goes straight to missions. We're giving it straight to missions. What a passion these guys have to serve. You know, the fellowship of believers is so important too. In Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, he says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. This is a call to, from the Word of God saying, you know what, we need to be passionate about being faithful in church. Now, I understand during COVID, I understand health issues, and I am not faulting anyone uh, from not for not being in the house of God. Our people are doing really well watching online that are not at the services, and I appreciate that. I don't want anyone to compromise their health, and I tell our people, if you have any kind of compromise, you know what, watch us on home, be faithful, continue to uh, grow and learn. And you know, when the time is right, you can come back. You know, we're not trying to say, everybody get back in church because you got to be there or else, you know, you're wrong. Absolutely not. I, I'm so grateful because, like I said, our church has been so faithful even outside of uh, coming to the services. You know what? All he wants us to do is honor him every day. I hope and pray that you have such an undeniable passion for the Creator that nothing would stop you from reaching out from being there. David had a passion for God. I pray all of us listening in this radio audience today have an incredible passion for God. You know, I got a passion for you. I have a passion for you to know Jesus in a greater way. 
You're such great people. May the God richly bless you. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.